You're listening to a podcast by the Leadership Ministry Team at Texas Methodist Foundation. TMF's Leadership Ministry connects diverse, high-capacity leaders in conversations and environments that create a network of courage, learning, and innovation in order to help the church lean into its God-appointed mission. For more information, visit tmf-fdn.org. Hi, everyone. I'm Lisa Greenwood, and you are listening to our fourth of six bonus episodes of Reservoirs of Resilience. Today's story comes from Mike Smith. Mike is the executive director of the Holding Institute in Laredo, Texas. He shares the story of a plant at his home that offers a poignant illustration of resilience. Mike is an excellent storyteller who talks about how watering what appeared to be dead is a lesson we can all apply in our own context. This brief story offers us a powerful image of new life that, frankly, we need right now. Let's listen as Mike shares this story of resilience with us. I'll just start off by saying that I don't have, this is my uh, caveat, right? I don't have, nor am I known for having a a green thumb in the sense that uh, most of the stuff that I plant ends up not faring too well. My wife, on the other hand, she does. And she enjoys that. So I don't particularly enjoy that. And my wife does. So one day in the summer, we're at a, at a local store and my wife sees these, you know, how they have uh, arrangements of flowers or, or little plants uh, that they already come preset in buckets that you just hang. And so uh, my wife starts putting these in, in the shopping cart. And I said, whoa, what, what, what is this? Where are you going to put this? And my son, don't worry. She says, I know exactly where I'm going to put it. I have a perfect plan for it. I said, all right, all right. So she gets these hanging floral baskets. And uh, when we get home, she puts them up in, in the front porch and she she hangs them up high. And she hangs up about, it's about four of them and they're rather large. So uh, the the difficult thing is they're, they're hard to maintain because they're floating in the air, right? So you don't get to really see what's going on. And so we rotate in watering them, you know, and, and after a while, after about a week or so, it, it kind of becomes a chore. And so the plants start to not fare too well. And my wife is in charge and she, she tells me, you need to go this, you need to water this. Yeah. So I do it. And after a while, I kind of slack off, right? And so then I start to notice that the plants are not faring well, some better than others. And so I said, well, I'm going to get a chair and I'm going to see if maybe there's something I could do. I can water these. So, so I get a chair, I stand up with the water hose and I start watering these plants. And uh, when I come to to one of the plants in the middle, I think it's the third one, I'm about to put the water hose inside the the basket. And I realize that there is a, a nest inside there. A little bird has, had made its nest in there. And there's a lot of sparrows in the neighborhood. So I look like a sparrow's nest. And so I said, oh my gosh, I can't water it because uh, something will happen. It will I don't know. It's just going to scare the mom or it's going to damage and they won't come back. I said, I don't know. So I decided right then and there, this plant, number three, I'm not going to water it. I'm going to sacrifice it. I'm going to give it up. So the other plants, I water them and they fare very well. Eventually, we move the plants down because of the weather and the wind. We put them uh, on the floor of the porch. And that third one, I say, well, I can't move it because it's got the nest in there. So I go and I decide to check it out. 
And I see that that there's already been some birds in there because there's little eggshells and stuff. And so they're already gone, but the plant is gone as well. So I bring it down and my first instinct, honestly, is to throw it away. It's There's nothing there. It's just a bucket uh, of dirt. And so, but I felt moved that and this is not some burning bush or anything. I just felt internally, well, don't throw it away. You know, I, I thought maybe just leave it there and you can use the dirt later or something. I don't know. So I place it right by the door and I see this day in and day out. And I keep thinking, what am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with this? And I keep seeing it. And eventually I feel moved to water this bucket of dirt uh, that used to be a plant. And uh, so I said, well, okay, on occasion I have bottles of water. We go outside to play with the kids or something. I'm going to tell the kids, me, hey, whatever water you have left, don't just toss it, throw it in, in, the, in, the, in the bucket there as a bucket of dirt. So I said, okay, just keep doing it. Some days pass and then something starts to bloom out of this uh, container of dirt. And I realized that this is not what is blooming today is not what was planted there yesterday. It's something completely different. It's a plant that I don't recognize, a flower I don't recognize. It's like a wild plant, a wild flower. But I was very taken aback in that moment. And then I, I, I thought about it over the evening and then I knocked it down and, and churned things over for a long period of time. But in this particular instance, I really felt something tell me that this was done on purpose. There was a purpose in watering the dirt. So when we're talking about uh, uh, resilience, it's not just us, but it's the those whom we serve. So out of this original plant came life, right? The birds, the hatch, they flew away. And then, I mean, in practical terms, the birds left seeds, right? I'll leave that up to your imagination of something that took hold into what was originally was something dead and dying and gone, right? At, at, at first glance, it's, it's no purpose, it's no use. But if we continue to put effort into that, like till the soil, it's more than tilling the soil, it's putting something into there. So I gave of what I had, we gave of what we had, which was something simple, water, but that's that's all that was needed. It was something very small. It wasn't a big thing. I didn't have to go and dig it up and break the dirt and replant it. I could have, right? But it was not necessary. All that was necessary was to obey. A simple step, right? And so oftentimes I think we are called to obey, to do something, and we choose not to do it because it seems complicated. Or for me, it seems illogical. Why am I going to water this dead, dying piece of soil, piece of dirt. Why am I going to water the dirt? But after I did, I came to realize that it was important for me to do that because life, new life, not just remained, but new life was ready to come forth, right? All it required was a simple effort on my part. So part of it for me now, as I reflect on it, is like we're, we're living in this dry, parched landscape. People are tired. People are, are just, uh, they're, they're looking for something, for, for a new life, a better way of life. And sometimes I think it's not necessarily that we jump into something new, but that we look back and say, okay, wait a minute. What are the promises that God made to me a few years ago? Do those, do those yet remain? 
And maybe they're hidden somewhere in you under your soil, right? And you need someone or you need to water, hydrate. <laughs> it, it's simple. It's, it doesn't it sound very logical at times, but, but to me, that was a very powerful learning lesson for me on that day.